What comes to mind when you think about life? Your life? The lives of those you love? Would you be willing to save a loved one's life? Of course. But have you ever stopped and thought about saving the lives of others? Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but when it is broken down, it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. The U.S. Transportation Security Administration, or better known as TSA, will require a federally compliant driver's license, identification card, or another acceptable form of identification, like a U.S. passport or military ID, to fly within the U.S. The compliant ID takes the place of a standard driver's license. When renewing a license at the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, Ohioans can ask for the real ID. Hi, you're listening to episode 14 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, two-time kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. I am honored to have two very important individuals on our show today, Gordon Bowen, LifeBank CEO, and Charles Norman, who is the registrar of the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Thank you both for talking with me. Oh, thank you, Colleen. Glad to be here. Sure, Colleen. Thanks for having me on. Registrar Norman, I'm going to start with you. Can you explain the purpose behind the compliant driver's license and what does that mean for Ohioans? Just for background, back in 2005, Congress passed something called the Real ID Act that, among other things, created nationwide standards for states for the issuances of driver's license and IDs. Uh, this is sort of a bipartisan measure that grew out of the aftermath of 9-11 and recommendation of 9-11 Commission when it was discovered that the hijackers had any number of fraudulently obtained state IDs in their possession. And so as Congress started to look at this and the commission looked at this, they realized there are 50 states and, as you can imagine, 50 ways to issue driver's licenses. So they essentially said, hey, your state can issue licenses any any way they like, but if your residents want to use that license for a, these federally regulated tasks like flying on an airplane, it's got to be real ID compliant. So in an effort to improve our own security and identity protection standards and, and to get ahead of the federal deadline for compliance, the Ohio BMV began offering uh, a real ID driver's license in July of 2018. People are, you know, maybe curious of what's changed. You know, you'll still go to your deputy registrar agency to get a compliant license. The main difference, there's two really, but uh, the main difference in the process is the Department of Homeland Security requires some additional documentation to prove identity for a compliant real ID driver's license. What is that additional paperwork that Ohioans will need? So you've got to prove five elements, uh, your full legal name, your date of birth, your legal presence, your social security number, and then your Ohio residence. And so a lot of these documents are things you, you may have handy. Some of them you might have to do a little digging for, but there's things like birth certificates, passport, uh, your current driver's license, social security cards, bank statements, mortgage statements, W-2s, things like that. What we really recommend people do is go to our website, bmv.ohio.gov, and click that link for the new federally compliant driver's license. And, and we've got an interactive checklist there 
they'll sort of help people uh, figure out exactly which documents they need to bring. And, and they may find, you know, depending on what they have, they may have to bring less than they thought. So, for instance, a passport proves three of those elements, legal name, your date of birth, and your uh, legal presence. Yeah, we really need folks to go to the website and, and check that out before they go into the deputy registrar's office. The last thing we want is someone, you know, waiting in line just to find out they, they don't have the documents they need. Yeah, that's a great point. One thing I just thought about is what if your birth certificate is in one name and you have a different last name now? Right. That is uh, another element uh, that not all folks will have to prove, but some do. So essentially your your last name on your originating naming document. So for instance, your birth certificate, you know, that's got to be, you've got to be able to show a chain between what your last name is now and your last name on that document. So for instance, if you've been divorced or married or had a legal name change, you have to bring some additional documents. So things maybe like a divorce decree, marriage certificate, court order. So that's something you, you definitely want to think ahead. If you have a passport and your last name on your passport is the same as your name on your birth certificate, then you don't need to, to bring any of that stuff. Like everybody else, we're all kind of in this pandemic struggling a little bit. And I know this must be a challenging time for your organizations with the majority of BMVs closed. That's right. Yeah, we've closed 181 of our 186 offices out in the field. Uh, the five remaining open are just doing CDL-related services so that we can keep our truck drivers and our supply chain on the road and our supply chain moving. So for the time being, there is no in-person driver's license issuance or renewal. The governor has signed HB 197, and, and that gives us the opportunity uh, to wait a little bit. That extends driver's licenses, ID cards, temporary instruction permits, registrations, vehicle temp tags that were going to expire during the state of emergency through the remainder of the emergency plus 90 days. So it gives us a little more time. And that's a good thing because, you know, one of the things about real ID issuance is federal government says you have to appear in person. And this isn't just an Ohio problem. This is really around the country. Dozens of states are closing their BMVs. You know, we have a million people a month going through our offices. And that didn't really make a lot of sense to bring all those people into one place. So the good news is the federal government, I, I think, saw that and our governors sort of reached out and explained that problem to them. And Department of Homeland Security did extend the Real ID deadline. It was originally going to be October of 2020. So they've extended that for a full year. So now you have until October 1st, 2021 to get your compliant driver's license. Oh, that's excellent. That's uh, very important to know. And so if you do have a document that will expire during this COVID time, you've got a little bit of leeway. That's right. So through the duration of the emergency plus 90 days, I should mention that if you have a vehicle registration that you want to renew, you can do that online still at www.oplates.com. And that we're anticipating when we do open back up, you know, we're going to have some crowd issues. We're going to have these folks who needed to come in over the past several months all coming in at once. So it makes sense if you can go online, renew your vehicle registration online, save yourself a trip to the office. That's important to know. So online, you can do license plate, vehicle registration. Correct. We're going to have to wait on the real ID and driver's license. That's right. That's okay, right. Good to know. Anything you would like to add? Anything our listeners need to keep in mind? 
Yeah, the important thing really is uh, to drive folks to that website. We, we find through our research that people that use the interactive checklist really have a much easier time getting the documents they need together. And we just want to make sure you know, people get those before they come into the agency. We don't want anyone to have to make a, a repeat trip. So, you know, now we have a little bit extra time and certainly time at home, right? Mm-hmm. We can maybe go through and, and find some of these documents. So now's a really good time to plan ahead and get those things together. Definitely. We will put that on our things to do list <laughs> as we yeah. uh, stay home. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Registrar Norman for participating on this podcast with Life Bank because. We cannot do what we do today without the great relationship we have had over the years with the DMV. Uh, these individuals, they're the first one that see people and ask them about the opportunity to be an organized tissue donor. And then again, without them, we would not be where we are today. So thank you, Register Norman, and your team. Thank you. It's our pleasure to work with you guys, and we really appreciate what you do for the people of Ohio. Gordon, with the BMVs mostly closed now, as Registrar Norman explained, where would you suggest people go to learn more about organ, eye, and tissue donation and to sign up to be an organ donor? Uh, the best place that has the most information about organ, eye, and tissue donation here in Northeast Ohio is, of course, our website, which is LifeBank, that's dot org. You can learn any, more about organ, eye, and tissue donation, how to become a registered donor, uh, and you can do that by clicking on the link at the bottom right of the webpage. And that will go directly to the BNV's website and you register right away. Again, it takes three to five minutes, and that is the quickest way to do it. And with the BNV's currently being closed in many locations, uh, we recommend that highly during this time. Say somebody is interested in signing up on the donor registry, but they're not exactly sure what that means when they say yes. Can you explain what it means to sign up on the Ohio Donor Registry? For me personally, to sign up on the Ohio Donor Registry, first means you're a hero, right? You're there to save and help lives, and at the end of, end of your life, you're going to be a hero for someone you don't even know. But, you know, when you do sign up, it is a legal binding document, uh, and you made the decision to do that, and it is a medical advance directive. I mean, we will proceed with donation uh, if that is, if we can confirm that you are a registered donor. Unless you're under the age, uh, you know, between 15 and a half and 18, you could join Ohio Donor Registry, but we will get consent from your parent if that is the case. Do people have a choice about what they want to donate? Certainly. So, you know, when you register on the Ohio Donor Registry, you can register to be an organ, eye, or tissue donor, or you can designate certain organs and or tissues that you feel more comfortable with. Uh, again, it's totally your decision. And you can agree, you know, whether you want to donate for research or transplant, medical education as well. Uh, but uh, if you just register as an organized tissue donor, uh, it's pretty easy to do. So, Gordon, transplantation is advancing all the time. And we hear of these miraculous types of transplants, such as uterus transplants, face, arm or hand transplant. When somebody joins the donor registry, does that automatically put them in line for those types of donations? Uh, no, Colleen, that doesn't. I mean, typically the registry was set up for organized tissue donation, which are the, the organs themselves, bone, skin, uh, corneal transplants, et cetera. However, when there's uh, the face, the uterus, the hand, the arm, transplants, those are special consent forms that we get from that donor family when we speak to them face-to-face. 
and we work with them to see if they're interested in doing that. But that is excluded from the donor registry. Gordon, who can sign up on the donor registry? Anybody? Anyone can sign up if they don't know how to donor registry. I think people think it's always tied to the B&B driver's license, but the registry is separate from that. Just typically, people do it when they get their license renewed. There is no age cutoff. We ask people not to remove themselves because of age. So many people uh, can donate certain organs that may not be able to donate other organs. So again, we just say, just say yes to donation, sign up, and then at the time of your death, we will work with them and their family to make sure that we honor the wishes of that donor. Thank you, Gordon, for calling in again today. And very special thank you to Registrar Norman for joining us to talk about the Real ID Compliant License. And if you would like more information on the Compliant License, visit bmv.ohio.gov. And of course, to learn more about organ, eye, and tissue donation, or to become a registered donor, visit lifebanc.org. Thanks for joining me today. And tune in next week. Come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life, the podcast that is changing lives. Organ, eye, and tissue donation is truly all about life. Life given, life received, and lives saved and healed. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org or visit lifebank.org for more information. If you are already a registered donor, we thank you. If you are not, take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at the BMV or online at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it. Donate life.